let them bring you down Cause it can be on a level Listen, I'm never giving up Stand your ground, don't be too comfortable and too subtle Maybe he can't hear it <laughs> Can you hear that one? Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay yeah. Listen, I'm never oh, giving yeah. up Everybody got problems, how you handle them? No, yeah Listen, listen, listen I got Hey, I'm John I'm Jonathan Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the Formula, formula. Yo guys, today we have a very, very special guest on. Uh, very near and dear to my heart, man. John, I'm, I thank you in for a treat, bro. Like, if you knew this dude personally, like I do, you know what I mean, you'd be you you'll feel the same pride and the same honor that <laughs> I have to have this dude on with us today. And um it's with great it's with great reason why, you know, I really wanted him to have him on today. And um, so we got we got Brian West with us today. What's going on, everybody? What's going on, gentlemen? Again, I appreciate y'all for having me on this dope platform, The Formula, man. Y'all keep doing y'all thing. I'm ready to go, ready to get it started, baby. Appreciate y'all once more. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, Brian, man, just give you a little background on Brian. Uh the background background on Brian. You know okay. what I'm saying? Not the, not the stuff that you might hear on TV and all that stuff, but... Okay. Man, Brian, Brian West says, we came from the gutter, bro. We came from That's the bottom. Good. Mount Olive, man. Mount Olive, North Carolina's finest right here. You know, one of the dopest basketball players to ever come out of Mount Olive. You know what I'm saying? Out of Wayne County, bro. Out of, out of, out of Southern Wayne, you know what I'm saying? So, when Brian West... You know, Brian West, we we played ball with and against each other since we was kids. You know, Brian's on uh, two years behind us, right? You graduated oh oh three oh three oh three. So two years behind me. You know, what I mean, you talking about battles? Like, if you want to see basketball battles, <laughs> bro. When we was growing up, there was basketball battles, bro. Yes, sir. There was yes, basketball sir. battles because everybody played everything, right, B? Yes, sir. You yes, know, sir. More top sport athlete. Baby. Yeah, man. Everybody played everything. You know. So you mean? played basketball with him too. I played basketball with him too. Okay. You know, what I mean, we we played against, we played with each other. Played and he played football too. And he didn't play football. I wanted him to though. I wanted him to come out here and play some <laughs> safety for us, some DB. I know. I think he would have been a bad DB, bro, for real. You know, what I mean, and um, so Brian's just just one of them dudes that man you love to have have around you. Uh, not only was he a great basketball player, but what he what what set him apart was uh, hard work. You know what I mean? Like in that era between you know between the graduates of uh, two thousand two thousand three two thousand four, bro. I think it was the hardest working groups in in our school. You know what I mean? Like like history, Has probably. I'm, I'm assuming history because we changed. We changed the game in both sports, right, Brian? In both sports, hands down. There was a bunch of hardworking guys. Yeah. That crew right there, uh, Jonathan Crew is actually the reason I worked as hard as I worked, being in a weight room with them, watching them compete in the weight room, compete in every athletic event it was, compete, more importantly, in the classroom. That's where I learned from. Those guys is the reason why I'm even flourishing with the success I have now because of what they shown good leaders great dudes great men all the way around and it inspired that whole class behind them to keep that thing rolling so yeah hands mm -hmm. down the hardest working crews uh that era right there was was, was real 
It's real. All right, so I gave you a little bit of the background behind the background, but Brian, can you tell us a little bit about about your story, man? Like, um, your you you played high school, you played. Now, tell me a little bit about your back basketball background. Well, if uh, if I must say, man, like like Jonathan said, man, we came from the bottom, um, right there in a small town called Mount Olive, North Carolina. Um, population is not that high, pretty much. Everybody knew everybody. Uh, but we all learned life through the game of athletics, through sports, um, in every way. And it was a grind. Um, of course, statue-wise, I'm 5'6", five, 5'7". Five, but if you ask me, I was 6'8", six, 6'9". Six, <laughs> right, um, right, right. That's how you played, so, bro. <laughs> so at the same time, um, you know, just growing up right there at the Boys and Girls Club um, in my of North Carolina, shout out to them, they – they gave us a platform that we didn't have. We couldn't go. Uh, we didn't have the biggest facilities. We didn't have open gyms. We didn't have, you know, people that actually would invest in us as we do to the kids today. Um, so we all learned right there, uh, right there off County Road, off off the south end of Mount Olive, where we played uh, football right there in the field. Mm -hmm. um, we went to each other's backyards to play basketball. Mm -hmm. um, so coming up that's all we had to do go to school play basketball um played in middle school um got right uh because of certain uh issues that i had as a kid uh went to different middle schools uh wasn't the uh wasn't the coolest kid i was a little rough around the edges in the drawer if i was i would say but uh through it all uh went to a uh, brogdon middle school right there uh, a couple miles down the street from southern wayne um, my seventh grade year, I actually played against my brothers from the Mount Olive area that year, which was good battles. Uh, again, went back eighth grade year, uh, got right, right there at Mount Olive Middle School, where we all grew up at and grew from. Um, going forward, getting on to Southern Wayne, and as a ninth grader, um, like I said, again, looking up to Jonathan and those guys, man, they showed us how to work. Jonathan, Glenn Gardner, Michael Spicer. You know, Jamil, when you had those guys, Gilbert Monk, Gary Pickford, mm -hmm. they showed us what it was like to work hard. Um, because of those guys, they changed the culture. We just took the lead after them. Um, and again, I just worked hard, like uh, Jonathan said, and I definitely appreciate that, bro. Uh, working hard on my game on the craft. Again, at Statue, I'm 5'6", so I had to work twice as hard as everybody else to make sure it was known I could play with the best of the best. Um, you know, so getting into 10th grade year, uh, ninth grade year probably could have played varsity. Uh, at the time, probably wasn't a good thing, but we had a great and dope coach who came through. Um, Jonathan know who I would speak of mm -hmm. uh, as Coach Michael Oliver. Uh, he came through and helped, uh, you know, he helped just just boost the culture changing to a whole nother level mm -hmm. um started out there on the field with them guys and brought that same intensity on that basketball court and and that helped everybody's game in that era i would say and jonathan could chime in on this from that that football program all the way through baseball whatever sport that was going on uh he kind of gave us a, a big boost and we took off so uh Going forward from there, man, just uh, not a winning program, you know, 
Jonathan could chime in and, and you know, not a winning program mm-hmm. in them sports. Um, kind of in the same space that it's in right now. Mm-hmm. Um, just being honest. Uh, and we just took off. Uh, I think that one year we went four and 22, uh, came back. I want to say we went, I want to say 11 and 13. So for the four and 22 year, what year was that? That, that was, was sophomore year. Sophomore, sophomore year. year. All four right. and 22. Uh, come back to go. Uh, I think I want to say 13 and 11. Um, to then come back uh, senior year and go like 23 and three. So nice. uh, just the, the again, the way that we work, the, what we saw, how to uh, actually invest into our crafts, it was all taught by the guys before us. And we just continued to pound away until we changed the culture of the program at that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So. So, so he gave you those stat, those records mm-hmm. in basketball. Mm-hmm. So my my freshman year, I I got pulled up the varsity my freshman year. So we were we were four and eleven that year. Uh, my sophomore year, we was two and nine. Sophomore year, mm-hmm. and our junior year, like he said, that's when things started to roll. So mm-hmm. Things. That's when a football coach, uh, Michael Oliver, came in. He's he's really a basketball. Like, he played – Michael Oliver did play in the league, right? Yeah, he played with the Pacers for a minute and I think the Chicago Bulls as yeah. well. And, um, and, like, he's a phenomenal basketball player. Like, he used to light us up. <laughs> he used to get us on that basketball field court, bro, and light us up. But, mm-hmm. but you know, when he came into the, to our school, you know, the first sport was bat football. You know what I mean? Because he came in that my junior year mm-hmm. into the school, so he he helped out on with football, mm. and it was militant, like mm-hmm. militant, bro. Like y'all ain't did nothing, y'all. But, so he ended up doing football and basketball. Yes, yeah, y'all. Some, I mean, you talking about this dude? He 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 got us right now. We <laughs> he, it was a lot of growing pains, but then he, you know, we we learned what he wanted from us and what he really he really cared about us. You know what I mean? So. And I've I've been told this, and I tell my son this right now. Look, if a coach isn't um, on your butt trying to make you better, that means he don't care about you. Mm. Yes, sir. Mm. Yes, sir. Now, if he's on your butt all the time, yeah, it might suck. Eat it because he wants you to succeed, Mm -hmm. you know. So, and that's what we had to learn with him. Like it took a year or two to get that to get to that point, but you know, I mean, we knew that he really cared about us, and so that's my junior year. We ended up – that was the first winning season in 26 years at Southern Wayne in football. 26 years. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And so this other coach that was coaching us, he's been there for a while. So, you know what I mean? Him and Coach Oliver and Coach uh, um, Coach Holly came through, helped out, changed the offense and everything. Then then our junior – then our senior year, eight and three, went to the playoffs. First playoff berth again in like 27 years at that point. You know what I mean? So – now that's just just giving a background on, on Southern Wayne and where we come from and where we had to get, we right. we really we literally had to build up what we made, but again like some cats didn't follow that up after we left after Brian mm-hmm. left mm-hmm. right and we right back in the situation. So so Brian, you graduated oh three. After uh-huh. after you graduated, what was your transition transition like to to college? 
So once uh, I graduated now, believe it or not, uh, like like Jonathan said, the things that we had to do and how we had to build it up, um, it, it was it was tough, but it installed it instilled a lot of things that I needed going forward to college. Right. So believe it or not, that whole year after graduating, I had to, I sat home for a full year. Right. I sat home for a full year. Um, I had a couple scholarships, I think. Uh, I had our local university uh, who wanted to give me a shot at that time, not not knowing, hey, I can go right here, be in the backyard, um, mm. just just wanting to get away from Mount Olive. Jonathan, was, <laughs> he was trying, he know, just wanted to get away from Mount Olive. Gotta go, baby. Because Jonathan said he was the same way. He just wanted to. You know, kind of wanted to get it away. It was football or military, baby. I got to <laughs> go. It. It, it. <laughs> I had to go. And, and that was the, that was the mojo. Like, I right. yeah, it's cool. Thank you, but I'm trying to get away. And uh, unfortunately, I waited too long to actually sign with them. Had to sit home a year. And within that year, I think that's what really gave me the edge on everything. Um, knowing that I had uh, I had played against some of the, the best people in the state of North Carolina. Um, I think before Chris Paul was Chris, I played against him up there in Greensboro when he was with the Gators, him and PJ. And uh, man, held my own. I think Chris might've had 14-8. I had like, uh, I think he had 15-8. I had like Mm 14-7. So knowing I played against some of the best people and I had nowhere to go, and I'm back stuck in the place where me and Jonathan both trying to get out of, right? Mm-hmm. That gave me an edge. So I worked out for a full year. I would still go to the weight room. I would go to the track. I would run. Um, we have this uh, this road, County Road, where it's a big church, Mount Gillian. I would run that road consistently every morning I got up. Um, unlike these kids today, everybody want to work. My, my job was to get in college and go make sure I could put my small town of Mount Olive on the map. Somebody had to know who Brian West was. So I had that edge. And every day, all I did was work out. I worked out. Uh, I got up one morning, called my dad. Hey, Pops, what's up, man? I need you to just take me anywhere, drop me off. I won't come back. This was the conversation. And as soon as he got off the phone, he said he knew it right then. We went to Brunswick Community College where I played juco ball at. Um, now, mind you, here's the thing why I say those things that we went through, it helped me a lot. Because I was already in my regimen of working out every day, I came in ready, in shape, uh, hitting at all cylinders. I think within that workout, I probably missed four shots within an hour, like an hour of workouts. Uh, that's hooping, that's drills. I only missed four shots. Um, and the coach actually liked what he saw, gave me a chance. Um, so I didn't sign right then, signed there. Um, and once I got to Brunswick Community College, that was another blessing in disguise. I did not know nothing about this area I was going in. Um, it was wild country at the time, um, <laughs> which now it's been built up um, and is a beautiful place to go to if you ever got time to go kick it. Um, but I, all I knew was my teammates at that time. I just knew the other guys that was coming in. That was it. That's all I needed. Again, 
to sit out a whole year knowing I've played against some of these people who I now have to watch on television, I knew, all right, it's time to work. As we got there, we all met. Um, they haven't even had a winning program period within the time that they was running. Um, so in that process, man, it was, it was beautiful. Um, we got there and got the rolling right off, right off the bat. We got the rolling. Um, of course, us athletes know what it is to have them 5 a.m., 6 o'clock workouts. Mm-hmm. Um, again, coming in ready, it helped me. It helped me push to the forefront. Um, it helped me become a better leader of pushing my teammates, of actually being accountable myself and then being able to hold them accountable. You know what I mean? So getting there, um, and we won. We, we just won. We kicked ass, <laughs> pardon my language, but everywhere – we went at, we, we got busy and we made it happen um, to, to go on there and win the region 10, um, when the region 10, we lost to Monroe community college in the Bronx before we got to Hutchison. Uh, if everybody's not familiar with the junior college world, Hutchison is where you want to be at. Hutchison is normally where uh, Juco championships are played. That's mm-hmm. where the dogs are of all dogs are seen that. And, um, we ended up losing to Monroe Community College in the Bronx. And um, again, that was a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, going forward from there, man, the transition to Elizabeth City State University. Man, that was coming from little old Mount Olive, uh, looking at what's going on, uh, actually just coming out of an atmosphere where I didn't know nobody but got love from a community and a place that no one knew who I was. I knew, I didn't know who they were, but to make family in that community off of the game of basketball was beautiful to me. That's, mm-hmm. that's something that I'm heavily passionate about and I love. So once I get to Elizabeth city, almost the same thing. I think since it was probably 15, 20 plus years, they really haven't won too, too good. They haven't had the best of seasons to get there again. All I knew was the guys I'm coming in with. Um, of course, I, I'm I'm in class every day. I'm, but I'm really focusing on. All right, this is what I do. I got to stay locked in with the crack. To play, I came in. I actually came in in uh, the middle of the the, the next year um, at Brunswick. I didn't play my second year. I just went ahead and went to Elizabeth City, transferred in, and uh, right uh, before Christmas. And to get there. Um, everything was good, but we played Virginia Union. I'll never forget this. <laughs> we played them on national TV, and I got punished by 40 on mm. national TV. Mm. Do you know the edge that came behind <laughs> that? I came from small town, my knowledge. Right, set right. out a whole, and now you're going to punish me by 40 on national TV? Mm. <laughs> I told the crew that that right after the game in the locker room, if you plan on playing here next year, let's all hit summer school. We ain't going home. We got work to put in. Mm-hmm. And those things of what Jonathan was saying that 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 I was also uh, implying that helped install us to work as hard as your other opponent because someone everywhere in the world is working. They working. Mm-hmm. And if you're not working on your craft to create what you want and the legacy you want out of your craft, 
you're cheating yourself. So we worked that whole summer. Gems, uh, he dropping gems, guys. <laughs> listen, y'all kids out here not working. You better listen to Wes. He dropping gems. We worked. We worked that whole summer. We we got together. We uh we all went to class. Right after class, we had a regiment. Right after class, we hit the weight room. Once we leave the weight room, we had a side gym called Williams Hall. Everyone who's from Elizabeth City area, they know Williams Hall is like legendary for all side runs. But we go over there and we would hoop. And we would hoop. But then we would go to the legendary Vaughn Center. Um, God rest uh, uh, Coach Vaughn. God rest his soul. We would go to the Vaughn Center. And we would go at it for hours, for hours. I mean, you're talking grind, sweat, elbows, scuffles. And I'm talking as soon as we get off the court, the best thing, this is what I knew. If we ever seen that team that punished us by 40, oh, they had it coming. <laughs> oh, they had it coming. <laughs> so to go forward to the next year uh, and to literally – get this same team served right back up to us on a plate. Oh, we taxed that ass all (laughs) (laughs) We gave it to them just like they gave it to us, not by the margin of points, but by just controlling the game and actually man for man, outworking, outwilling them to a CIAA championship. Mm Mm-hmm. So it was it was it was those things of 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 just knowing that same edge that I had from not getting into college. That's what thrived me throughout my whole whole career. It was to understand I, I knew I was good, but I knew I supposed to been where the same guys I watched. I didn't need to get there to be who I am or to create a legacy and help my teammates, my brothers for life create a legacy and spawn off in the next endeavors of life. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. work. Uh, I ain't mean to be so long winded. No, no, work, that's good, bro. Nah, that's all good. You know, work was the most important thing as a basketball player because through sports and athletics, it created and groomed. Uh, uh, I'm talking a full man of understanding how much work I put in on the court, I had to put as much in off as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was beautiful, man. It, it was it was beautiful knowing that uh, going from small town my knowledge to make those transitions to uh, those communities and and those people. Right now, to this day, I still have heavy conversations with mm-hmm. a lot of people from the Brunswick. Uh, community Brunswick County area um Elizabeth City area anybody that was there we we all I tried to chime in and keep in touch because the cultures of uh, at, at that at those times were very different but it was the same in 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 so many different aspects mm-hmm. you know what I mean yeah yeah and that, I mean that just I like that story because it shows the work that you got to put in to get to where you want to get to like if you have a goal you have to have a goal first of all and then you have to work to get to that goal and don't give up on that goal you know and, and you didn't give up on that goal man you wanted to succeed 
and you knew what you had to do. We had to work, you know. Right. We, we have to work for what we want. And and you just told us the process on how how you did what you had to do. And maybe some young man, some young woman can listen to your story and know, like, hey, Brian West at five six. You know, I could have sworn you like six three. You feel what I'm saying? You know, Brian West says five six. You know, can work hard. You know, through his hard work, not just his talent, because talent can only get you so far. Mm-hmm. Right. But through his hard work, he was able to get to where he wanted to get to, and and set his life up the way he wanted to because he just worked hard. Right. And right. and now he's he's the new coach. He's a new yes, coach sir. for Southern Wayne. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, yeah, so the boys, you know, the, all my Southern Wayne Saints have been rooting for this for a long time, <laughs> you know what I mean? Tell us about that process, man. Like, I know you've been coaching uh, there for a little bit. Tell us about the process. Man. So, uh, going to lead off from actually uh, at Elizabeth City, um, had some had some trying times hit. Um at Elizabeth City. Uh, and if I tell a story, I have to tell the full intel uh, because it's only, you know, I, I feel like the people who go through the experiences of life, you can only get the true value of who they are from their full story. I can't tell something halfway because you're never going to really understand that process mm-hmm. if you haven't walked that same experience, right? Mm-hmm. So coming from Elizabeth City at the time of uh, Southern Wayne actually calling, um, I, I was JV head coach for about seven, I think eight years. Uh, and before I even got the call, um, at that time, I was, uh, it was certain things that happened in life. It was trying times. It was me. Uh, I think uh, the campus had went through some trying times with uh financial situations and it was a lot of people taking hits um on campus at elizabeth city um so we uh you know financial aid was messed up things happened um literally literally was sleeping in my car to try to finish up the process Mm. of graduating of doing certain things right Mm. um probably for a couple months um so basically again I'm right back in the position of sitting out for a year. It created another edge, right? Created another edge. And I knew I got this far by working hard. Well, I look back and say, dang, I got to stop now. Being in that process of in my car, sleeping, trying to finish school, doing all those things, uh, literally, literally, man, created who I am now, to be honest with you. So I'm leaving uh i was leaving somewhere and i get the call boom um would you like to be the head jv basketball coach why would i say why wouldn't i say sure (laughs) Mm -hmm. i had nothing else going on at that time besides trying to do my best to handle stuff to still keep it in the role and believe it or not that saved me from going probably back down that road jonathan that we all know if you Mm -hmm. do brian west at that time and those times of the rough years and the rough edges, mm-hmm. it, it could have been a, a, a whole nother route for me. Mm-hmm. But because I got that call, I think that was just God's divine purpose for me mm-hmm. because I, I knew, yeah, I, without a question, I just said, yeah, I, I'll definitely take it. Um, came interview, got it. Uh, 
And for seven years, man, those young men helped me grow as a man while I helped them grow as young men, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So the process of it was, it, it was just beautiful. And uh, to know uh, through the COVID year, the COVID year moving forward now, uh -huh. uh, but I had to give that backstory, that backside of it, because mm -hmm. if people only know the passion that I'm mm -hmm. a coach that I play with, it's because of those edges that was created at some point in my life that created literally a diamond out of a small town where we only create pickles at, right? <laughs> That's good stuff. <laughs> so, Mount Island pickles. Right, right. You know? <laughs> so at the same time, you know, that process was real. It was, it was different. Mm -hmm. And again, here comes another edge. Uh, been coaching with my brother for, for a long, for a couple the same amount of time I've been coaching JV, mm -hmm. me and my brother's coaching together. Um, God rest his soul. Unfortunately, big bro passes away. Mm -hmm. uh, and that edge again hit, boom. What do you do? Do you chill? Do you shut down? Do you give it up? Do you stop? And again, that when that edge and that surge kicked in, it was no, you go work 10 times harder than that. Mm -hmm. And that's all I did. I continued to work. I continued to mentor kids. I continued to, to pull up at the spots where some people didn't want to pull up because us as coaches, it's not just about the X and O's. It's about so many different aspects of helping create a young man or young men. So I would do these things without anybody asking, without, I didn't need that. I, did, I just knew I had to work 10 times harder than I worked previously. Again, that same edge kicked in and it boosted the surge for me to do what I needed to do mm -hmm. to be able to get in these positions. So when uh, this COVID year hit, it was, it was, it was a, it was a blessing in disguise. I would say um, it taught us a lot. Uh, it taught, you know, for me, myself, I can say personally, and I'm sure you guys can understand this as well. It taught me to open my mind a little bit more, um, know what I'm valuing in life. Know if I'm going to love the game, even when the ball stops bouncing, I still have to love it with the same passion because mm -hmm. I have to hand this down to the next generation so they can do what's going on and, and do the same thing as well. So when that uh, when that call came that, uh, you know, um, the other coach had resigned and um, it was time for us to, you know, whoever wanted to fill in, do what you had to do. Again, it was like, dang, here we go. Now I got to work 10 times harder and continue to work as if I already have the job. Mm -hmm. You know, I had to, I had to keep working. I had to keep going to these kids house or checking on them. I had to make sure every teacher seen my face. I had to make sure they knew if they had any problems, whether it was off court or at home, I'm still coach where it's come. So it was, it was just the work. Mm -hmm. Again, it was work. Everything I got or I have, or I'm successful at is because I understood with the ethic of working hard, you can't be defeated. You can't be defeated. So when I got the call uh, and they said, well, uh, we need you in the office. Okay. I'm like, okay, it's just another typical call to the office. Let's see what's going on. And it was like, uh, yeah, you are now the head varsity men's basketball coach literally i probably could have jumped clean off the roof <laughs> right right because Absolutely. i knew you know i knew if i'm at this spot 
and I'm at this 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 level, I would be able to contribute, and I would also be able to have some of the alumni and the guys who shown me how to do this. Now they will be able to come back and give good conversations. They would they would drop jewels on these kids. They would let them know certain things that. If I didn't experience, and then if they experienced it, they'll be able to come back. And now we can create almost like a university, a brotherhood, mm-hmm. a love, a, a, a different culture at this place where I knew it, as well as Jonathan knew it. We came in at the same spot when it was dirt, mm-hmm. when no one wanted to be there, when we was talked about, when it wasn't nobody coming to cheer for us mm-hmm. to turning it out to be every game is packed mm-hmm. football, basketball, baseball packed. I knew I would be able to put and at least give my oomph on helping bring it back to what we known as the culture at Southern Wayne. Mm-hmm. So I was joyous. I was, I was tremendously uh, excited and I was overwhelmed. But I knew with this process going forward, again, an edge. It's nothing but work to put in now. Mm-hmm. There's no no need to celebrate. We can't celebrate until we change the 1980 thing. Right, right, right. Yeah, so it's good, man. You guys are uh, going to be opening up a new gym next year, right? Well, the gym actually, uh, we actually opened it up um, this previous year. We okay. actually played games Play in there. That, okay. Um, and uh, again, through this COVID year, it, it just taught taught me a lot. It, I think it taught uh, not just me, but the world a lot on, uh, again, what we should cherish. And mm-hmm. uh, being in that gym and um, not really contributing or playing or performing in the mannerism, I felt like we should have been performing, being that we had a new gym and it was opening. Right. Um, it was what it was. Um, again, to know what's going on, you have to put some work in. Mm-hmm. To know where you're going, you have to know where you come from. I know what went on this previous season. Um, wasn't a good year. Um, would I blame it on COVID? No. Um, but what I would say COVID did was it allowed our players and, and everybody else to get more thirsty for the gym. Mm-hmm. Being that we couldn't get in due to the uh, restrictions due to certain things so i think now um i'm almost kind of joe clark in them right now with uh putting the chains on the door because <laughs> i need to make sure i need to make sure if this is what you want to do uh first your your character as a young man secondly your behavior and and more importantly your grades is to a level where now I can take the chains off the door and I don't have to worry about uh, an administration, administrator, a teacher or anybody calling me because we have our character in line mm-hmm. to handle our business as young men. Now the game becomes easy and we get to change what was going on because we got our stuff in order. So right now I'm Joe Clark in them right now. I'm chains <laughs> on the doors. You know, we, we, we're not getting in the gym until I, I feel like our grades is, is at a level where as a go. team, as a team, 
I would rather our our GPA as a team be three, three, four, three something higher as like a team. Mm-hmm. Because I myself as a coach, um, I, I, I let's be real, fellas, I can't help you if you don't have a good GPA. Right. You can you can be the best athlete in the world. But if you're not a standout stud that can go straight from high school to the league, you're going to need some collegiate uh, time mm-hmm. working on your craft. Right. And to get the best value of a collegiate area, you're going to need to do something in the classroom. Mm-hmm. So uh, my thing is this. Uh, I don't like anybody talking to me about my players about their behavior or their grades because I feel that distracts us from the ultimate goal of winning. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. So I know, I know John has some questions for you about uh, taking on a high school job. What, what's some of the questions? Yeah. Yeah. I was, that? I was, well, I was going to ask you, um, I was going to ask you about your coaching style because, or how you, how you're going to approach it because, you know, they don't make these kids the way they used to, you know what I mean? So, and I, I don't know, I don't know if you saw how that kid came at Cam Newton at one time, mm. but mm. you know, I don't know if you're gonna get some of that. <clears throat> but yeah, I was I was gonna ask you. You mentioned Joe Clark. You know, I was gonna ask you. You know, how you gonna approach? How you gonna approach these kids? Because what like they might get on the court on their iPad and it's like, yo, what are you doing? Well, the thing of it is, uh, to answer your question, man, it's, it's pretty simple. I, I feel like now with today's era and, and how things are going, uh, we can see it even in the collegiate area. Mm-hmm. Uh, when a coach get on your back or get on you constructively, now we're giving, we're opening the doors to say you can go anywhere you want to because this coach is constructing your athletic ability, right? I do know when it comes to the approach of the game, I'm going to approach it how I play it. Aggressive, tough, and with a strong mentality to win. So any kid that I meet, I meet them where they are. I don't try to change them. I don't try to conform them. I meet that kid right where they is because I don't know what that kid's background is. I don't know what his life's like. I don't know if his mom's in his life. I don't don't know Mm -hmm. until I meet him where he is and we build a relationship then I can start to groom that kid for the proper channels and where he needs to direct his life at I think as a coach uh I don't don't run a system I don't don't run a system because a system is something to me it's something to me that you have to have certain type of players Mm -hmm. and people Mm -hmm. to run systems right but if you're if you're a player who can do a lot of different things, I myself as a coach, I have to adjust to what it is you can do in order for us to be in the best position to win the basketball game. Mm-hmm. Not just the basketball game, but if I adjust to you as that person, then I help you win at life in the full because now you're able to work anywhere you're able to handle constructive criticism because I'm going to get on their back. Mm-hmm. I'm going to yell at them. I'm probably going to say some, a few choice words at them. I'm going to get in their face. I'm going to let them know straight up. Because then that gains 
a respect level because I've already respected them by having them. I go sit at their lunch tables. Let's talk. Mm-hmm. I'll go to they. I'll go to their neighborhood. Hey, what's happening? What's going on? So they can understand. Hey, man, we got a bond that we need to build over here. Because if we build it off the floor, oh, it's showtime on the floor. Yes, sir. So as a coach, I don't really like systematic ways. I just approach them how I approach everyday life. I'm going to be honest with them. I'm going to tell them, if you lie to me, I can't help you. So it's pretty much just letting them know in life, if you move in an honest manner, right or wrong, the outcome would be probably better for you as long as you know who you are as a, as a person and everything else kind of flow jokes. Mm-hmm. So to answer your question, I'm going to approach it like I play the game. And if they can't handle it, that basketball may not be for you because right. as a coach, you have to constructively criticize them, not in a negative way all the time. Because if you're going to tear your team down, you have to find a way to build them back up. Mm-hmm. As a coach, you got to let them know, hey, man, in a game, I just trashed him in practice. But in the game, I'm going to tap him. Hey, he can't hold your shots. He can't hold your shorts. Right. If you don't if you don't do what you got to do to him, lock him up. Lock him up. You got your – like, it, it, it's ways to approach. But all of that comes from that bond and that relationship that you gain when the basketball ain't even bouncing, when the gym lights ain't even on. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. So uh, you got any more questions on that? Uh, no, I think I'm good. Oh, good, good. Okay. <laughs> so uh, I want to go back to, uh, to touch on a little bit of uh, some, uh, some, some details about uh, what we talked about a little bit earlier. So you talked about, like, when you growing up, you know, I know the story. <laughs> right, right. You know what I mean? Uh, you growing right. up um, – and there were some issues that you had to get through. Um, you know, this is it's a big, it's a big push on mental health uh, nowadays, which I think is amazing. Um, a lot of us, um, especially at our age group, we've uh, we've experienced some mental health issues uh, in, in ourselves, you know, and also people around us, right? Right. But now it's it's something that is is very it's okay to go get that mental health. It's okay to, to get the, the psychiatry and to um, have a counselor. I have a counselor. You feel what I'm saying? So it's okay for that. And, and tell me a little bit about that time frame when you in middle school because I know how it was with you. And I remember seeing a switch, and it was like, who this dude? You feel right. what I'm saying? Right. It was like, oh, shoot, like, who does do <laughs> like real like really like for right. real so can kind of tell us about that uh part of your life it was um at that time it was rough mm-hmm. um a young kid trying to you know knowing he's popular um just because of this round ball mm-hmm. but really not a kid that knew who he was all in all right mm-hmm. knew i was popular knew everybody liked me i i, I like to be around everybody but i I felt like at that time I was still trying to find as a person where I stood, who I was. Um, but it was rough. I was always ready to fight at any given time. I, um, 
no matter who you were, how big you were. Didn't matter. It, it didn't matter. We was just going <laughs> to go at it. And it was like a bar brawl every time. It was <laughs> win or lose. And it was just, it was just anger. Um, and um, pretty, pretty decent home. Uh, my mom and my pops was great parents, like great parents. Uh, you know, so I, I really didn't, I, I really couldn't define what it was. So I understood, okay, I'm me. Uh, everybody liked me for me. And once I realized that um, on top of uh, actually taking a little bit of therapy at that age, um, that helped me, um, that helped me mm. understand who I was and, and further grow into myself and um, kind of feel into that athletic Brian West and that off the court Brian West. Mm -hmm. um, so that at that time, that therapy and things like that helped me. Um, and as I grew, I seen, you know, like you said, the switch. Um, also, uh, which I think is, is, a, is a, a very, very real raw reason why the switch came. I started understanding how to pray. And, uh, you know, I started understanding what my faith was like mm -hmm. and, and, you know, what I believed in and not just what moms and grandma told me, but I started wanting to know for myself. Mm -hmm. um, and that helped me in, in, in many ways that anybody would ever understand it. It helped me. So it would be certain things I would listen to uh, musically wise, um, gospel like that would help when I got in them anger modes, it would just calm me. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. But uh, as I grew, I just knew, uh, you know, if I, if I learned to pray and uh, continue to, to, to go to my therapy sessions, eventually, you know, something good got to come out. And uh, by doing that, I, uh, you know, I appreciate my moms and, and, and my support team, my, my mm -hmm. family, you know, they, they never gave up on me. I'm um, in those rough times. Uh, they, they still told me I could be whatever it was I want. They still gave me that, that push. They, they, they didn't tell me get out. They didn't tell me, they gave me support when I was not at the best or at the height where I should have been. They gave me that extra boost or that extra chair to stand on. Mm -hmm. um, and, and going forward on that other half of your uh, question, mental health is a big, big, big thing. Um, I, I'm, I'm also with you and I agree with you um, right now. I'll set up a, a session right now um, with no problem. Because uh, we all need it. Um, being at the, the stage that our world is in right now, mm -hmm. um, it's a lot of trying and traumatic situations that goes on. Um, we was always taught as men, you got to be strong. You don't need to cry, da-da-da. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. But uh, some of those reasons why we internalized a lot of things or why we lost a lot of our brothers to the penile systems and and and, and they just gave up on their dreams and goals. And, mm -hmm they never thought about uh you know anything other than i can't do it mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um so mental health is something that's very very valuable because without your mental stability it's hard for your engine to go it's hard for you to create your business it's hard for you to become a, a great head coach it's hard for you to become a great teammate it's hard for you to be a great son mother father brother so that's very big. I would also uh, encourage anybody um, 
if there's any situations that people have been into or if it's been any traumatic situations, it's cool to get therapy. It was always told to us too as well. I can say this in the black community that mm-hmm. if you took therapy, you was crazy or you was, Damn. well, that's cool. I, mm-hmm. I, that's cool. I, I was going to touch that, bro. I was going to touch <laughs> that. You know? Yeah. It, 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 yeah. it was always told. That was yep. something that was always referenced to us. Oh, he got to do this. He crazy. Well, you're right. Right. I, I'm crazy enough to go get me some help. Mm. Because I'm only insane when I continue to do the same thing over and over. And it puts me in a bad space. Mm-hmm. So we all have to make sure, you know, iron sharpen iron every day. And we now have to start making sure we're sharpening each other. Because even now as grown men, we all have those times where it feels like, uh-oh, it's an anxiety coming. It's something going on. But if we can reach out, yo, John, what's up, man? I, I, I just wanted to call and chop it up with you. Right. That's important than internalizing it and internalizing it and then it spill out to a bad situation mm-hmm. and who who encouraged you to get this um the therapy and, and like 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 we said it's in the 90s <laughs> we, we talking about the mm-hmm. 90s and yeah, he was young right. he, was, he really was very young, young. Mm-hmm. he was right. in the 90s in a very country town mm-hmm. <laughs> you know um, and it was stigmatized yeah, right very right. yes yeah. yes and like right. you said like I, I've, I've i had you know my brother dealt with the same stuff when he was growing up so you know them them two jokers right there was kind of like like twins almost <laughs> <laughs> they would blow up you know what i mean like right. the fuse was really short with them cats right. you know what i'm saying mm. like playing sports stuff like that it's just oof. and they got into a lot <laughs> right right but right. like um like you told you crazy man he crazy you know he gotta go gotta go talk to people and stuff like that like was it your mom that kind of like, hey, let's let's go talk to someone? Your grandma, who who was it that like encouraged it, man? Cause that's I mean, that's big. Yeah. Where are we yeah. from? Yeah. Being black, all that. That's huge uh, for someone yeah. to be that to have that courage to actually say, my son, my grandson, mm-hmm. my brother need need to help. Let's help him get it. And and that was that was it. Understanding, uh, I think I had a, I had whatever episode I had one day. It was just me being me, uh, and I actually seen my mom cry, mm-hmm. and I knew like, ah, that ain't right. She shouldn't, you know. And that right there was like, whatever she need me to do, whatever I can talk to her about. Let's see. And as I spoke to her, it was like, okay, I'll do that. And she and my grandmother and my aunt, and again, the support, just the support system of the family who understood, okay, this is something he have to do. It was cool. That's strong. Um, and, and, and my grandmother and my mom, I mean, they literally, strong ladies, man. They, they really literally prayed and willed the guy to be who I am by actually supporting and, and pushing me to do these things that, Again, my peers and people around were saying, y'all crazy, man. You're right. But I, it helped. Mm, big time. It helped. It helped. So uh, never be afraid to, 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 you know, go through the trials and errors of life because within those trials and errors, you really define who you are. Mm-hmm. You really define who you are once those trials and errors blow past 
if any trial and error we all had as men happen, just go back and look back at how you steadfast right through the process. You never cheated it. So mm-hmm. by not cheating that process, it created a better product than you were before you even went through that trial. Mm-hmm. Cool, so man. these things, these things were something that, uh, you know, my mom and my grandma, bro, they just seeing my mom that 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 broke the ain't that broke the anger spirit in me mm-hmm. and, and knew, uh, you know. Just, just it was just Mother's Day, and I just texted him. There's no way I can pay you back, but I understood Man. what you were saying at those times, and I appreciate you for not giving up. So that's the support system, man. The support system, you know, always value your support system and know who's really invested into the better being for you in your life. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir, man. There's a uh... I know that good good things happen through this pandemic time, man. Uh, uh, one of the good things is you actually been you actually is in the family now. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. So tell me about uh, marriage, man. Tell me about uh, you guys have a baby. Tell me about that, man. I mean, it's the most uh, beautiful thing, man. It's again, man. When you when you find your soulmate, when you find your soulmate. It's, it's not hard, man. It's it's natural mm-hmm. process. Um, fun is we always laughing. We I'm once we get off right now, we are gonna cut up. I'm sure as soon yeah. as we get off this year, we are gonna <laughs> cut up. Like that that's just who we are. Like uh, and 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 it's been so dope for me because in those times of hard trials and and the things that she actually went through, we're compatible on every single mm-hmm. level of life. Mm-hmm. Um, and to actually be able to uh, have your soulmate and to create a beautiful blessing of a seed and of a child from that, mm-hmm. man, that's dope. I cried like a four-year-old in a candy store and mama telling him <laughs> no. <laughs> but it was uh, a very, very beautiful and that's a very fulfilling feeling to know um, God's blessing and grace is upon my life, my family life, and He allowed me to meet my soulmate and create a, a beautiful baby girl out of that. So, yes, sir, it's dope, man. It's dope. Yeah, man. Hey, Congratulations. Man. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. G- g- hey, look, little girls are different, buddy. Mm-hmm. They, they make you a little softer. They change your persona just a little bit. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that's a good thing. You oh know, yeah, I, absolutely. I think, uh, again, like uh, the strong women that actually supported me, man. I yeah. think uh, my my wife is just as strong, if not stronger, with all the things that she's been through. And to know this little girl really is, uh, she's a blessing, man, because it, it it makes me have to pump brakes on a lot of different things. Right, you know right, I mean? right. So dope. Good deal, good deal, man. Couldn't get out of here without talking about. Little cuzzo over there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely, man. Bro, Coach West, Coach Brian West, uh, thank you for coming on. Thank you for coming on the podcast. Congratulations on the family. Congratulations on the new job, on the new gig. Um, you know, I'll, I'll be, I'll be, you know, following you. I'll be keeping track on you, see how, you, how see how things are going. 
See if yes, you could, sir. See if you can turn things around over there. Yes, sir. Hard work always turns something. Yes, sir. <laughs> we definitely gonna be the, the squad's gonna be behind you, bro. You gonna see us in the stands for sure. Most deaf, man. And sure. I, I definitely uh definitely appreciate the formula for having me on again. Um Jonathan, when you come, you definitely gotta bring him so he can see the atmosphere when <laughs> the whole crew is back and for sure, we for have sure. it back rocking and, and everything <laughs> is jumping hot as opposed to Yes, sir. Uh, but uh, I definitely appreciate it. And uh, again, man, it's an honor to, uh, that y'all had me on and I definitely appreciate the platform. All right. So like I said, thank you for coming on. Um, uh, like, share, subscribe. Hit us up on the Formula Production, the Formula Production on YouTube, the Formula Production on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter at the Formula Pro. Um, definitely, definitely subscribe to our youtube we're gonna try to build you know extra content on there so mm-hmm. definitely subscribe to our youtube coach brian west thanks for coming on appreciate that and brian where can we uh where can we find you at brother on, on instagram facebook uh yeah uh instagram uh personal page uh be west now 25 uh my uh athletic training company that i have uh west now underscore athletics uh, that's where I'm at. Uh, whenever you can uh, follow me, uh, if you want your kids, if you want to be trained as as a, as a basketball player, whether you're an adult, semi-pro, in the league, kids, uh, school age, and all, uh, follow that West Nile underscore Athletics page, and uh, let's link up. Let's put some work in. Sounds good, man. Sounds good. It's a good deal. All right, till next time. Faith, dream, hustle, repeat. That's the formula.